if I am going to be my own boss and I actually am choosing my hours, choosing my business model, I actually need to do the work. You wouldn't get away with that in the same way in your, your job. So recognizing that you are a true professional in what you do. So bring that in, commit to what you're doing and going, I'm going to do everything I can to make that happen. You're listening to the Bookkeepers Podcast, sponsored by Zero. I use Zero's accounting and bookkeeping software to manage my clients' accounts, and I love it. If you haven't tried it yet, head over to Xero.com with an X and you can either start a free 30-day trial or sign up to Zero's partner program to join their amazing community, forward-thinking accountants and bookkeepers. Hi, and welcome to Bookkeepers Bootcamp. I'm Zoe Whitman, I'm here with Jay Wood, and we're joined by Osman Sharif this, this morning, this afternoon, um, for Bookkeepers Hello. Bootcamp. Hi, How are you? I'm very well. It's lovely to be back here for another bootcamp with you. Oh, we're really excited to chat. We've got lots to talk about today. And today we've been talking about um, starting up a business. We've been talking about the mindset related to that. So if you joined us for the session this morning, um, we're going to dive into that a little bit more. And we're going to really use Osman's expertise here. And we were talking about the questions of what we we're going to talk about. And you were like, oh, great. Yes, this is totally my thing. <laughs> um, we love having you on the podcast. Do you want to start by telling us a little bit about what you do? Yep, absolutely. Thank, well, thank you for having me back. And the only challenge we've got is like having 45 minutes. I could talk about this topic for days and days, so you'll need to keep me on point. So I am Osman Sharif. I am, I call myself the business owner's coach because I love working with, you know, business owners that are experts really at what they do, no matter kind of what stage. So that could be service providers, consultants, and coaches mainly. And I'm really about helping them to confidently grow their business to get rid of all the chaos and confusion in their mind and really just do things in a way that works best for them their personality and their goals and I've been doing this for 16 years plus now since I left the corporate world and um, I absolutely love it and I love seeing people basically you know get out their way I love them seeing kind of people seeing what they can do that they didn't even believe in themselves and then look back and go oh I did that what else what else can I do on that journey that's so interesting that you have been on this journey yourself where you were in corporate and then you yes. set up on your own. And I know that there are so many people that are going through this transition today. We're really like talking to those people that are at the beginning of their journeys yeah. that are maybe currently employed. Maybe they're studying. Maybe they're on maternity leave. Maybe they know that something has to shift and maybe employment isn't working for them as it did at an earlier stage in their lives. So you've been there. So how do we do this, this whole mindset of becoming a self-employed business owner from employment? How, how do we, how do we get (laughs) over that? It's massive, isn't it? It is huge. And it makes such a difference. And, And I'll be honest, the first couple of years when I left the corporate world on reflection, I was still acting like an employee. I kind of had that feeling of, right, okay, you know, what should I do? I was so used to having bosses tell me what to do or, you know, knowing what the company strategy was. But actually, after that initial period of, right, you know, let me start my business. To give you a bit of a context, I fell in love with the toolkit NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. I used to be a HR professional, worked in the banking world and worked in Marks and Spencers. And for me, I've always been curious about people and helping people. So when I then learned NLP, that for me was that element where I went, this stuff really works. (laughs) And 
I never thought I was going to have my own business. Okay. So I was a corporate person through and through and wanted to climb that corporate ladder. But it was that kind of that, that realization, like, what else could I do? And that's what took me on my journey to start and grow my business. But really key point there, Joe, in terms of the mindset plays a huge part. And over the years, what I've realized is mindset is a huge component, right? But there's also two other components. Let me touch upon that because it might give a, a good framework even when you start um, your business. And this is what I use with all of my coaching clients. I call it like the growth framework. And it's like your compass to allow you to go, right, what am I doing? How do I do that? And how do I get growth in your business? So the first one is, you know, you have to have the design right for you. Then the mindset is important. And then it's the strategies. And these three areas really make a big difference. So the reason why I say this is because even with the best possible mindset, right, you might be so confident, you might be like, you know, there's nothing going to stop me. Have you ever still seen people go round and round in circles, even with the right positive mindset? Yeah. And that's because often mindset is key. It's crucial. But you have to also then figure out what do you actually want? And that's what I call the design. And that's about, you know, what is the vision for your business? Breaking that down into your goals, but also really recognizing why are you doing it? So what's important to you? Your values are a key component and even your personality. So when you understand those elements, it then allows you to have much more confidence to go, right, okay, I know what I'm doing, but I'm also the one that's getting to make the decisions about the design. Does that make sense? I know that's why I'm kind of picking this, this on particularly because as a business owner, right, it is up to us. We have to have that mindset, that identity to say, right, okay, well, what do I want? What do I want the vision of my business to be? What are my goals? And really, that's where the design part becomes really important. Mindset is really key as well, because obviously your mindset plays a huge part in terms of it influences the goals that you have. Sometimes when I work with clients, they have, for example, an upper limit to say, oh, well, this is what I earned before. So that's the maximum I could earn <laughs> or, you know, oh, well, I did that in a corporate environment. So if I was able to earn even a bit less than that, that would be okay. So can you see how our mindset actually then has an impact in terms of what we think we can make happen in terms of our design? And then the last part is about the strategies. This is about the, what do we actually do on a day-to-day -day basis? You know, the thinking, but also the productivity the things that we do that actually works best to our personality, our capabilities, our talents, and that's what gets real results as well. And it's about being honest with, are we actually doing the right things or are we just spending time learning or doing this extra course or listening to that podcast, pretending that we're growing our business, but those strategies are not really connecting to the results that we're looking for for the design. So it's a bit of a long answer, right? But I just wanted to give that frame for right up front because this is something that I wish I knew right at the beginning of my business, that actually we get to influence these three things, the design, the mindset, and the strategies. And it's still what I use for people that are growing, business owners that are growing their business and scaling their business. Those three things can make a huge difference. 
It's so interesting. I love that you said that. When you said about um, the positivity and the mindset not being the only thing, I just imagined a dog running around in circles yeah. trying to chase his towel. They have all the, like, they know they're going to catch it. They know they're going to yeah. catch it, but they've got no clue how they're going to do it. And it just made me laugh. And I, I get that. Also, when we do start out in business, we, we become, and I love that you said that, that you act like an employee in your business. And I remember doing exactly that, like setting working hours, right? I'm going to work nine yes. till five and then just doing the work at the beginning. So there was yeah. kind of a bit where at first I just did the work, the operations. Mm -hmm. And then when I realized, oh, I'm a business owner, then there's that thing where exactly what you said, that you can just then pretend that you think that all business owners do is learn that that you it's trying to find the balance so some you have mm. i know that there are some people especially in our community that buy all the courses yeah. go to all the trainings do all of the events but don't do any of the work or you've got others that just do all the work and don't do that and so i love the fact that you yes we do have to work on our mindset but we have to have a design and we get to choose we own yeah. this business and we get to own the outcomes but also there needs to be some strategy and rather than just mindlessly going out there with all this positive thinking. So I think it's really interesting. Absolutely. And, and on that point there, and please just jump in whenever, because as you say, I could talk for hours on this, but I think it's also important to recognize when we are growing our business. And from my experience, and you tell me from your experience, because you work with thousands of people as well, that your design of your business, i.e. your vision, is most likely not going to be exactly what it's going to be, you know, even a year down the line or two years or five years down the line, right? So it's actually embracing that that kind of the agility of business and recognizing, okay, one of my best mindset phrases and strategies is about, you know, what's my best thinking right now? So even when it comes to starting your business, even if it's a case of going, right, let me just have an idea of where I want to get to, i.e. the vision. That could be that great aspiration in terms of, well, my best thinking right now is here's what I want it to look like, okay? But then breaking it down into, well, what does that mean in reality in terms of even the next 12 months? And then breaking that down into 90-day goals, okay? And the reason why I say this is because it gives you so much more clarity to go, right, what do I want to make happen in, the, let's say, the next 90 days? And then you can go, right, do I need to learn anything else to make that happen? And most often it's, no, we don't. Does that make sense? It's a case of going, well, for me to actually get my first client, for example, or my next, you know, few, few clients, or to really streamline this part of my operation, actually, what's the best strategies for me to actually do? And that can stop us from procrastinating or getting distracted around, okay, here's what I should do. But actually, that might be part of the vision, but that might not be the best thing for you to do in the next 90 days. But again, you're being the business owner and actually choosing and controlling what am I saying yes to and what am I saying no to? But if we don't have that clear vision that's broken down into kind of those milestone goals, it's so easy for us to either get completely overwhelmed, right, and not end up getting anything, or spending too much time doing things that are really not going to move the needle, get the results that we want. And then that can have a ripple effect in terms of, okay, I'm not getting results. Is it because I'm not good enough? Is it because I'm not cut out for this? Why did I even do this? And it's just because what you've been focusing on probably wasn't the best thing to help you to stack the, the, the odds in your favor, for a better expression. 
That's really interesting. The word overwhelm comes up so much. We have so many conversations with people who are overwhelmed. And when we work with bookkeepers and accountants in our program, we start with the goal setting part because we yeah. know that's really important. But I also am very aware that this is for people who have been focusing on the operations all the time, mm. doing the bookkeeping. Um, because I think just because bookkeeping has always, you know, for, forever has been something you trade time for money, you work for an hour, yeah. you get paid, I don't know, our survey said £25 an hour. Um, that, that seems to be the way people expect things to work. They just think, well, the more hours I can work, the better I can do. But actually, yeah. we need a vision. But I think that is such an alien concept. How do you come up with, how do you, because I think people are like, oh, well, maybe my vision should be that I just sit on the beach all day or, but actually that's not realistic or I should have a million yeah. pound house, but that's not realistic or I should go on three holidays a year. Oh, but that's not realistic. How can they, what should you surround yourself by to be able to feel like you're creating a vision that's really true to you without being influenced by <laughs> influencers? I love that. And that's why, again, for me, okay, uh, I'll, I'll keep it quite short and kind of to the point of as much as I can. The design part is crucial. And that's where for me, so like from my NLP background, when I work with clients, no matter what stage they are at, okay, because even when we are at that point when things have been going well, and then you go, now what? You might feel like you're at the crossroads or you're at the how to take that next step. It still applies. But actually really understanding what's important to you, i.e. your values, right? Because this is a huge compass for you to make all decisions based upon. Plus, it also gives you a real indication of what's going to motivate you or demotivate you as well. So the reason why I say that, Zoe and, and, and Joe as well, is because when you know that, it just gives you that confidence to go, right, how do I then, knowing what's important to me, how do I actually then set my goals? Because let's say, for example, you know, family is so important to you, having that freedom to be able to be, and I know Zoe, you mentioned this before, like to actually be there for your children, have that flexibility, right? If you know that that's so important to you, then it gives you the chance to go, well, what's my vision for my business? Is it actually nine to five? Is it that actually I am on constantly, you know, 24 hours? And quite quickly you go, that just doesn't work for me, okay? And then it gives you a chance to go, but what does, if I was to take that, my values, and then translate that into, well, what would that look like? It gives you so much more clarity in terms of, you know, like I talk to some of my clients and they go, I don't want to have lots of clients, Okay, I actually want to work more deeply with, you know, a handful of clients and really be there for them. And actually, you know, the right clients that value me, my, my ex, that pay me really well for my expertise. That's the business model for me because relationships are so much more important and it fits in with my lifestyle. Does that make sense? Whereas I've got other clients that, you know, that are going, no, 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 this is what I want, which is really shaped and, and driven by their values. And I think that's a really key thing. I'll, I'll, it's a bit of a, it's a bit tattered, and I know if you're on audio, you can't see it. My values are literally stuck at, at, on my screen here, right? Because like anything in business, there's so many things that we could do, which is an opportunity, but also a curse. So there's many things where I go, oh, that's a good idea. And the first thing I do is I actually look and just test it against my values to go, okay, you know, actually, is this really going to, going to make a difference? And for me, I go, hmm. If it doesn't even pass that first one, it's like, oh, idea is just dead in the water, right? And then authentic connections is really important to me and having that trusted relationship. So all these things gives me a huge impact in terms of 
influencing my business model. So even when I then look at other people and I, even people in my industry, and the same will apply in the bookkeeping industry as well, there's so many different unique characteristics with every single person when you bring in your values, but also when you bring in your personality. And again, I could talk about that for hours. That's where you get to go, well, are you much more of a kind of wanting to be out there? Do you mean more of an extrovert? I use a wealth dynamics system with all my clients, but just knowing what your personality is gives you that chance to go, well, okay, well, there's no point me actually role modeling myself against this other bookkeeper because actually we're very different. We've got a very different personality. We've got a different value. So therefore, it would be like trying to make a meal with completely different ingredients and then kind of going, oh, why is it not tasting the same? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I think sometimes, so when you say you're employed and you're looking yeah. to start a business and you're talking about getting to choose your values and getting to choose this, it could be over what you're thinking. I've, yeah. never, had, like, I've never had this choice before. Surely... I'm just going to do the same as what they've done. But let's think about the fact, why are you leaving? So if yes. you don't know all of these things, think yeah. about why why you don't like, what, sometimes knowing what you don't like. And don't we often like. say this about choosing an ideal client. Well, what don't you like about something? So what, so what don't you like about your current employed, yeah. employed situation or whatever the situation is? Why are you looking to make this move? And usually is some kind of freedom, time freedom, yeah. money freedom, something like that. So then you can start thinking, okay, so obviously freedom is important to me. And yeah. maybe, you know, for me, I'm a feeder. I like to feed my family. If I yeah. don't have time to make a nice meal every day and sit down with them, then everything starts feeling bad. Things just like yeah. progressively get worse in my life if I don't have that space. So I need that space for that. And then that also means I need to have space to go food shopping or do yeah. the online shop, whatever that is. <laughs> So if you start thinking about what you're not enjoying, and when I was working, I was getting in at six. So it meant that yeah. most probably they've eaten some, or they've snacked. They've yeah. snacked, but then they don't really want to eat the meal. So if you start thinking about what isn't working, sitting an hour in the car yeah. or being on the train, okay, I don't want that. What what can my life look like? And I think because when we've never had the choice to choose, choose. when you're employed, this can feel like Jackie said, it's overwhelming. There's so many yeah. things that I get to choose to spend my time on. So we can start off with a couple of like thinking of those really big values, what's really important. Yeah. And even the fact that we get to say no can yeah. be a massive mind blowing thing. <laughs> and this is why when we have conversations with family and friends yeah. who maybe aren't as excited as we are about our prospect of going into self-employment it's because yeah. this is all unknown yes. and so sometimes we take it as we are making a bad decision because everyone else doesn't get it they think why have you grown two extra heads where are you going why are you going <laughs> out of the pack why are you doing this unknown thing this is not safe how do we and because we've already got these wobbles, we're already yeah. thinking, am I big? Am I good enough? Do I know what I'm doing? How am I going to yeah. get my first client? What structure of business should I have? Do I know all these things? And then <laughs> oh. we speak to someone that we love and they then put even more doubt. We've all experienced this, haven't we? Yeah. How do we go about tackling these conversations? For me, it's about remembering um, just that core things that we've talked about, okay? That actually most of your friends and family are not trying to put it down or put you down in a real negative way. You know, there's something around it that they're trying to kind of help you with. But 
the key thing is they're not you and you're not them. So they might have completely different values in terms of what's important to them. They, for example, might um, might value security much more, does that make sense? Or stability much more than, than you. But also they might have different goals or they might have a different vision in terms of what is possible, what you should be doing in that way. So for me, it is, it's always that element of going, thank you, but then just kind of going, and I, I know why I'm doing it. If you've got that clarity around, even if it's not a big grand thing, it's like, why am I doing this? Well, I'm doing this because actually it's something I'm passionate about or it gives me the freedom or it's help. whatever that words or those values are for you. It just gives you that chance to go, <sighs> smile and not actually react in such a negative way because you're just, you're appreciating they've just got a complete looking at it through a different lens, a different filter. So it doesn't necessarily make them wrong because they just don't know any different. And you might have different experiences, different kind of, you know, filters in that way. And that's why for me, it's really important to surround myself with the right people, the right communities, those that are kind of going, they get me, they support me, they can positively challenge me in that way because we're kind of in the same field. We're on the playing field together. I think it's, is it Bernie Brown that talks about, you know, if you're not actually on the, the field, I'm totally butchering this quote. Does that make sense? I'm not interested in your feedback or your views. And it's the same kind of idea. It's just recognizing they've made their choice, but you're making a choice. And that's also a mindset kind of element where which, which helps you move from an employee to a business owner. Just actually remembering, no one's forcing you to do this. Really, the majority of times people are not going, you need to be your own boss, right? But actually that could be so liberating when you remind yourself and get to be grateful for that good. Oh, I actually get to choose this, right? So what am I choosing? Okay, what does this look like? And how can I make this work for me? And also recognizing that you're not going to get it right all the time or, or most of the time even. It's about how do I learn from it? How do I adapt? How do I actually kind of recognize actually there's there's room for growth there's room for for changes as your business grows as well this is um this is really interesting because i i I know that um in our family there's like a commitment to the joint account like you put some money not for the kids the kids just take (laughs) um but as you know like um as parents, me and my husband like put some money in the joint account and that covers the household bills. That's yeah. what happens. And I always sort of joke that he doesn't really care how I make a living as long as I put my money in the joint account every month. <laughs> and um and I think that's I, I I think that that is fairly true, but I know it's not that easy in every household. And for some people yeah. like they want to start a business because they've been but well, Joe, you started your business because you've been made redundant. I started yeah. business because I wanted to be able to work around the kids. I did that. Like, oh, I'll keep myself small. I've survived on maternity pay. As long as I can make maternity yeah. pay, I'll be all right. And hadn't had that bigger vision yet. Um, but I think that sometimes this can cause a bit of conflict and tension when maybe your partner is thinking, oh, God, we've got to make this work, you know, and, yeah. and it creates quite a lot of pressure. Um, what What's your advice to somebody who's having that kind of conflict coming up? Yeah, I think for me, it is about, you know, obviously every relationship's unique and it's got its own dynamics and situations and circumstances, but it's about 
having open and honest conversations around what does this actually look like for you and recognizing that, you know, especially at the startup phase, okay, it's, it's not necessarily going to be all smooth sailing, you know, you're going to hit it out the, the park straight away, but it's recognizing there is some time for you to kind of obviously learn, do get the traction happening to get the consistency in that way. But what can you do to shorten that as much as possible to hit those first milestone goals? Okay. And for me, it is that it's the open conversation. Again, really, really briefly, I remember when I was at that cusp of about to quit my job, okay, in the corporate world, I was working in the banking world at that point. And the week before I was about to quit my job, my manager came to me and said, can we have a coffee? And she's like, actually what you know what job do you want I was still playing the political game inside the corporate world going well here's where my career aspiration is and and she's like I'm glad you said that because that job's come up and that's for you and I was like going so I remember I went home and I wasn't married at the time you know we are now married but at, at, at this stage we're still girlfriend boyfriend but we knew we were gonna get married and I remember saying then to my wife going okay I'm going to I'm gonna take this job and then I'll start my business in a few years time and it was actually my wife that was a huge influence because she's like, well, is that going to really make a difference if you do this job, to, if you know that that's where you want to do to get to? And I'm like, mm, no, it was my doubts, and my, my, my confidence that was getting in the way slightly. But what she then said, she goes, isn't it actually better for us to, for you just to go and do it? Because the first couple of years is probably going to be a bit rocky anyway. And before we have kids, before we get, you know, we're, we're down in that way. So, but that honest conversation made a huge difference. Does that make sense? So, the reason why I'm saying that is because if you can, if you bring your your business and your working life together, your vision can connect in many ways because you might go, well, do you know something? And again, I know I'm overgeneralizing this. There may be certain times to go, you know, at this stage of my life, okay, with let's say it's family commitments, kids commitments, other commitments, you go, here's my vision, okay, and these are my goals. And that might be perfect for you. Somebody else might turn in and say, you're playing small, but who are they to judge? Does that make sense? Because as long as you've consciously decided, this is what actually success looks for me, whether it's financially, whether it's how much I'm going to work, but then you might have the, the, the goal of going, well, you know, and then two years in the line when maybe the kids are now at school, for example, that's where I'm then planning on. I want to then move things forward as well. You can have visions that can grow they can flex as we go through as well so i know that's a very long way to answer it but for me it's about having those honest conversations and going right well what are we doing what does that look like and and also why why do we want to have that that set of that that money in the, the goal and the account okay that might be because here's a particular it's to pay our, our basic bills or it's because that helps us with our family goals or our relationship goals for holidays or you know the extension or moving house if you actually anchor it into what are we wanting to do with that, that could be a huge driver as well because you're not then playing at having your business. It's like a, what I'm doing is helping contribute towards that goal or making it happen. I completely agree with that. And something that like what you've said with that timeline thing, something that's yeah. helped me and may help other people is when you put the years down, yeah. Um, and do this with your, you know, significant other. Um, maybe you need to do it with parents if they want to, you know, if you, whoever it is that's like it, yeah. your your family unit. If you put the years down, so like now you start 2023 and write it all out, I don't yeah. know, to 2060, put your age 
and maybe the uh, your other half's ages, yeah. maybe your children's ages or your mm -hmm. dog's age, whatever it is, <laughs> whoever is in your bubble, your family circle, that's really impacted my decision. So you have your values yeah. and then you have the timeline. And, yeah. I, and I definitely know it's helped with the children because um, I had a big decision to make recently. Am I going to sell my practice? And there yeah. was a decision whether I keep in it for three years and build it and maybe sell it for more or do I stop now and do something else in those three years? And yep. looking at those ages, for me, it was like, wow, next stage for me is empty nest. Like my eldest yep. is 20. Yep. He could be. And that really shifted when I thought of values. I've worked his, I started my business when he was born. Yep. I've worked for those 20. Do I want some freedom and time now? Doesn't mean I won't be earning money yep. or won't be working. But it's diff and it really helped me make that decision. So when you've got the values, you know, and then you've got the timeline, you can and, and maybe if you could and sometimes helping people understand why it's important to you now to make this decision yep. because of that timeline, it can help them see why there's that urgency or that desire and the passion to do something now. I mean, my husband is so supportive. We have been together more than half of my life. How long I don't know, do you like we've been married 20 <laughs> one years yeah so married for a very long time but has he always been this supportive yeah. massive amazing rock no earlier he was like you're spending what on what are you mad i mean i went to see um tony robbins in 2007 yeah. i remember coming back through the door i just walked on fire i was had i had the best experience my life was changing he's sitting there on the playstation and he looked at me and went what's wrong with you and i was like yeah our lives are changing he was not in the same yeah. like mind space. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I invested lots of money in a coach. And he's like, yeah, well, I yeah. know he trusts now yeah. that I will, whatever I, I am going to turn it around and it's going to make it work. But he didn't have that knowledge yeah. and experience back then. He just thought I'd gone a bit loopy and I, I joined a cult um, that was called personal <laughs> development. He didn't know that. So it's okay and people can, you can grow together. Now, I'm sure there are some people that will grow apart if they don't have that open communication. Yeah. That could have happened to us, yeah. but I kept him on the journey. So it's okay if you're you're coming across conflict or people that don't understand. We have all, all three of us here have experienced yeah. that over time. We've not always had people that have really massively supported us. They've thought we're mad. And actually sometimes... They thought we were mad. We were mad. We made a mistake and we've had to pick ourselves up and change it. And that's okay. A hundred percent. And that is about kind of recognizing. And a couple of things you said there was, that's why for me, if you're really focused on, okay, here's what I'm looking to make happen. Okay. And you then you're focused on, making that happen your call you know your your, your i was gonna say your colleagues i think about my, <laughs> my wife is being a colleague to me as well in this part of my my, my life and um, she's my sounding board in many ways but can you see it it's like they're, they're hearing what you're doing they're bought into that vision they're supporting in many ways or they're challenging you to go i thought i thought that's what you were going to do and hold on how, how are you getting on with it right but the more you actually then go here's what i'm doing here's what i'm committing to doing and actually then doing it you're building that confidence and that trust and also that track record in the same way you would in a job, right? And therefore, it's about also having that mentality to go, right, okay, if I am going to be my own boss and I actually am choosing my hours, choosing my business model, I actually need to do the work, 
right? Because actually, you know, you, you wouldn't get away with that in the same way in your, your job. So recognizing that you are a true professional in what you do. So bring that in, commit to what you're doing and going, I'm going to do everything I can to make that happen. Whether that is then, you know, saying yes to certain things, saying no to certain things, being really, really focused or getting help when you might need it as well to go, hmm, I don't know what I don't know here. So, ah, how do I actually kind of, you know, get some coaching or support or or something that can help me to, you know, to make that easier for me and to achieve the goals? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love this. So so we've, we, we ho- kind of hopefully know how to get the support of our families and get the buy-in and the yeah. belief from those people. The next challenge that people have is getting that confidence and belief in themselves, particularly when we start saying, right, you've got to start marketing yourself now because yeah. you know, it's one thing starting a business, but you actually have to find clients and you have to put yourself yeah. out there. And that feels hard when, particularly when you, you need to get out there and say, hey, I'm an expert. And you're like, yeah. am I an expert? Am I really? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How do we handle that? There's, there's so much on this as well. And again, for me, it's about... It's, it's about just, it's first of all, acknowledging, right, that even when you were doing something in any part of your life, whether it's your career, whether it's, you know, being a father, a mother, whether it's, you know, doing a new sport or something, we're always naturally that that early stage going, ah, do I know how to drive confidently? Does that mean without crashing in that way? So even just acknowledging, well, you're just on a learning curve, that that's okay. That's natural in that way, right? But just getting really curious about what you're actually saying to yourself is the first thing, right? Because the words that we say make a big difference to our mindset and our belief systems. So if you're saying, oh, I can't do that, or if you're watching somebody else going, oh, it's, it's all right for them to say that, do you mean, right? That can then just give you a little bit of a kind of a, an insight in terms of, hmm, how is this narrative actually helping me? And most often it's not. But then it gives you the chance to go, well, again, I'm the boss of this, okay? How, if I keep that narrative going or those self-beliefs or those self-talk, for example, that's actually going to not help me towards my goal. What's the thing that's going to make the difference? And sometimes it is just catching that. If you are what I call catastrophizing things, like, oh, the, everybody in the, the industry, I mean, never pays more than that. You go, everybody, you've spoken to every single person. All you need, and again, tell me if you've ever experienced this, all you really need for your mind to basically not believe something and not use it as an autopilot is one contradiction, right? So if you've ever had somebody say, oh, no one would pay X amount. If you hear of another client paying, you know, above that, that no longer is true. It's not a universal experience anymore, right? So anytime you say say things like that to yourself, like I can't do that because I don't have X or I need this first. I mean, it's just getting curious, acknowledging that because that's a huge difference in terms of putting yourself out there. A couple of things that come up for putting yourself out there that I know, especially from the startups, is we can sometimes think, well, what I know is just so basic. Have you ever experienced that? Right? We go, oh, but if I put myself out there and talk about this, well, everybody knows that. I mean, it's also just remembering that's like a curse of knowledge often that's coming to play. You know, what you think is basic actually might be that one thing that that potential customer or client might need to know to build that trust in you or to help them to solve you know, um, their bookkeeping problem or their challenge there as well. So if you're not putting yourself out there, whatever that might look like, and I'll talk about that in a moment, you're not actually helping them to solve their problems. You're not actually helping you to grow your business, but also it's, it, 
you know, it comes also down to who you're comparing yourself to. A lot of times people hold themselves back because they go, oh, but what if other bookkeepers see me and what if other experts see me? What will they think of me? You know, they're further ahead in the journey. Well, to be honest, most people, and it sounds horrible when I say it, most people that are really focused on their business and they're doing well don't really care. They're not spending their time nitty gritty over analyzing what you're doing. They're just going, right, what am I doing? Let me get results. So having that confidence there makes a big difference um, to be able to go, right, actually, let me put myself out there. One of, a coach once shared something to me and always sticks is, you know, what's your favorite food? She asked me. And I was like, oh, Thai. And she's like, and how many Thai restaurants are there in Glasgow? And I'm like, well, quite a lot. She's like, right, well, do you think that Thai restaurant's your favorite stops promoting themselves or putting themselves out there because there's other Thai restaurants out there? Do you know what I mean? So, but often we could do that in our own business, go, oh, but there's a, oh, I'll go to a networking event. Oh, but there's another bookkeeper there. Oh, we can start to clam up instead of going, well, that's like great. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but that does that means that there's still space for me, my unique voice, my expertise, my my personality will connect with the right people. So you can, again, see I'm passionate about this topic. There's lots of angles, but really just showing up as who you are just makes a big difference. Any thoughts on that or follow-ups? Oh, so many thoughts. And <laughs> it's so true because the reason the reason you go to your favorite Thai restaurant might be yeah. that they just do one of the things a bit differently, or it yes. might be where they're located and actually has got a really good car park. And for you, that's great. <laughs> or it may be that they had a TripAdvisor view that you read one time. I thought that was hilarious. I'm going for that. Yeah. Whatever. It, it doesn't matter. It's not our yeah. job to know exactly all the, all the reasons why the competitors yeah. All we can be is truly authentic ourselves and know that people are going to be attracted to that, that attraction marketing, rather than that just constant, like trying to be like everyone else. If you're trying to be like everyone else, you're always going to fail. Yeah. So being you and authentic and sharing your values, sharing. Yeah. Do you know what's really interesting? When we're not an expert at the beginning, something I wish I'd known more and had a bit more confidence in. When I was on that personal development journey, if the nuggets, like the nuggets you're learning today by listening, yeah. listening to Osman, if you were well, actually, you know, all the business owners out there are, go through this. Doesn't matter what yeah. industry <laughs> you're in, we're all business owners. So if I'd have realized that the things I was trying to learn about business were relevant to every client I ever wanted to speak to, and actually if I just referenced and said, today I was listening to the Bookkeeper's podcast and Osman Sharif said this, and, and I found it amazing because it made me realize this, that actually yeah. businesses would be like owners would be like, wow, that resonates with me. Yeah. Oh, you're listening to things. You're bettering yourself. Oh, and you're a bookkeeper. Interesting. You don't have to come out and teach them something about tax or VAT. Yeah. No one actually cares. They don't care how you do that thing. They just want to know you're somebody that's interesting, that yeah. you are interested in other things and that, that they like you on a human level. Yeah. And I wish I'd known that. I wish <laughs> the mo if anyone listens to me and Zoe, they know we go on and on and on about the fact that we're actually, we are not the best bookkeepers. We really aren't. <laughs> I, you know, uh, we, we are not up to date with actually doing bookkeeping. We run the bookkeepers yeah. podcast. We talk about business attributes and things, but actually the bookkeeper, yes, I can. I know my way around zero. I, we can both yeah. do a back rec. We can both make a pin. We're not saying that, but we're not the best. Yeah. We are definitely not the best. And do you know what? People don't care. 
because we all we're doing yeah. is talking about business and bookkeeping and bookkeepers. So then they will come to us and say, do you know a bookkeeper? Yeah. So it's really, I wish I'd have known that actually if I read a book and shared something and said, oh my goodness, this is really, this is resonating yeah. with me. It's not mine. I don't own it. It's not my <laughs> yeah. thoughts. I'm just sharing it. That Actually, that's really valuable. And that's where I get a lot of value from other people in their shared experiences. Yeah. And it's and it's also showing that there's an element of vulnerability there in a positive human way. It's like a case of I'm still always learning. Okay. Actually, I'm, as you say, I'm genuinely interested in this world as well. Um, and it, it, it's easy. You're putting yourself out there. You don't, that, that word expert is actually a really fun word, right? Because when you even use labels like that, it can actually be quite like, for some people, it could be like, oh, that's a that's a big badge to put on me, a lot of responsibility. And if if you use words like that, just and if it gives you that feeling, just change the word. Go, okay, well, all I'm doing there is actually, I'm just, I'm sharing some things. I'm just, you know, like, I'm not trying to be an expert. I'm actually just kind of like talking. Does that make sense? Instead of me going out there doing a presentation in that way, it's like, actually, I'm just having a conversation. These small things are big differences that actually, in terms of our, our confidence, how we actually show up and what we actually do there as well. And it's about just, it's finding that right balance. And one other thing, and I'm changing topics slightly here, but one thing I recognize a lot with clients at different stages is we all have different levels of what I call your stretched versus strained, strained goals, okay? Because, and this is important to recognize because this is where a lot of people burn out or resilience can come in here. I hate it when people say, oh, you need to think big, Right, because actually, for some people, if you think big, it actually could be terrifying, to the point where you take no action or you just get scared or you go, "This isn't for me." So for me, whenever I'm setting goals, it's about okay, right? What's my vision? What's my best thinking about my vision? Okay, then looking at my kind of my breaking that down into well, what's the next ninety days for me? And if you're sitting and you're thinking about that goal, close your eyes, whatever way you want to do it. And if you're thinking about that goal, and you're just going. That's, that's easy. I can do that, right? You're probably not pushing yourself enough. Does that mean that gives you an element of you're still in your comfort zone? Are you really stretching yourself in that way? And the way I think about it, and tell me in the chat box if you've ever experienced this, right? When you're at that, that sweet spot of, okay, you know you're growing, you know that you're kind of, you're developing is when you think about your goals, but you're at the, you're kind of, you're leaning into it going, I have no idea I'm going to do that, right? But you're still, you're, you're kind of leaning into it. You're still kind of going, ah, okay, right? Compare that to how the heck am I even going to do that, right? That would be a goal that actually is more in the strained way. I mean, you're feeling crippled by it. You're feeling really overwhelmed by it. And there's a fine distinction between it. And the reason why I say this is I want to be really practical. Even by changing how you think about things in your mind in terms of how you frame your goal, you go, okay, what would it take for me? That might be like my 90-day goal, okay? Is that really in that stretch zone for me? Or actually, am I potentially being too overambitious with everything else I've got on that, that or in those 90 days, all my other commitments, what's important to me? And then it gives you the chance to go, well, let me adjust that goal so it still gets in that stretch zone. So I'm still growing, I'm not being complacent, but I'm also not going to just sit back and be overwhelmed or not make things happen, right? Or you might go, that's where I want to get into 90 days. Actually, I still feel a bit like, how am I going to do this? But if I just think about it over the next 30 days, what do I have to do? That gets me in the, the, the stretch zone part of it. So therefore, I don't have to worry about the full 90 days. All I need to focus upon is that, that next 
30 days so that I'm keeping in that stretch zone. And that's important because things will never go to plan, okay, from my experience, right? But when you're in the stretch zone, that's kind of like you're that, that bamboo stick. There's a lot more flexibility. There's a lot more agility around it. But if you're operating, especially at the early stages of your business, if you're operating in the strain zone, that's where I've seen so many people that they just go strain, 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 and then the pencil of cracks, then they go, I can't do this. Or they burn out or they give up in that way. And it's not because they can't do it. It's just because they just were too strained. Does that, does that resonate from, from your experiences and keep an eye on the chat box as well? Yeah, that's amazing. It really, like we, yeah, I really love the idea of pushing yourself. We'll always be challenging people. But I, I think that what you said about the, um, the way that you phrase it when you're, when you're yeah. talking about it, like listening out to what, how, what kind of energy am I bringing to this when I talk, yeah. when I talk to other people about, oh, I've got, I'm going to do this thing, but I have no idea how I'm going to do it. Like yeah. if that's coming up, how, how are you feeling? When Are you stressed about that? Or is it an exciting, yeah. I don't know how I'm going to do it. So um, I think that's something oh, I, I feel like, <laughs> I think me and Joe would love to come over, hang out with you and your wife and just have a chat <laughs> all day. <laughs> welcome anytime up to Glasgow you're welcome to come up <laughs> we know you know we're going to invite ourselves over now um Osman I know you've got loads of really great resources and tools and things on your website can you tell us a bit about how people can connect with you and find out more about what you do yeah perfect so if what I've said has resonated in some way, go to my website, osmansharif.com. Um, on there, you will see quite clearly there's a growth quiz. I would actually invite everybody to do that just to get a snapshot of where you are. Because by answering those questions, you'll get a, a good indication of how strong is your design currently? How strong is your mindset? How strong is your strategies? Or where do you need to really focus upon? Okay, and again, this is important because I see some people go, oh, I need to go and listen or read more books around mindset. But actually, you might go, that's pretty strong. Do you know, for me, it's actually more the design I need to focus on or it's the strategies that I need to do. So by doing that, it can give you a real clarity around, okay, what's your current snapshot reality at, at the moment? And then you'll get some free resources to help you specifically around whether it's design, your mindset, your strategies. You've got podcast episodes that will link you to and other tools, um, as I say, I'm all about talking and making it practical, trying to take away the chaos and just to allow everybody to have that confidence to go, I'm choosing this, okay? And also recognizing, you know, one last little bit is just a mindset shift for me is about, you know, going, I'm in this for the long haul. Anytime I think about that for myself, I go, you know, I'm in this for the long haul, right? So it doesn't matter. I don't have to look at my results even in the next, you know, month by month. If I keep going, actually, I'm in, the I'm in this for the long haul. It gives me that space, the freedom to go, how exciting. I mean, what am I choosing to focus in for this year and this season of my life, this season of my business, knowing that things might adapt and I might make different decisions as things go, but it just gives you that chance to go, actually, I'm the business owner, I'm not the employee. I get to make the decisions and that's actually something to really recognize and, and just, you know, be grateful for as well. Amazing. Oh, thank you. We absolutely love chatting. Oh my goodness, Thanks. such an amazing session, Osman. My my mindset is definitely in the right place and everything you've said today, I think it doesn't matter where you are in business, if you're right at the beginning, if you're still employed, if you if this is just an idea, maybe could I, or whether you're running a business right now, it really doesn't matter. Everything you've said are just amazing tools and um, I think this will definitely be one of my favourite podcasts to listen back to to give me a boost when I need it. 
Definitely. Thank you oh. so much. And it's been an absolute pleasure. And as I say, you know, I'm excited. I love, I love seeing all the comments that have been coming up here as well. But please do reach out. You know, I love having conversations. If anything, if anything I said that didn't make sense or you want to ask more, feel free to tag me inside the group. I'm, I'm hanging around in the boot camp for this week as well. So feel free to, to let me know your biggest insight or any questions you've got as well. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much. And thanks everyone for being here. Uh, we love Bootcamp Week. There's so much going on. We're going to be back. If you're here for Bootcamp, we're going to be back in the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club at five o'clock this afternoon. So we'll see you later on. Take care. Bye. Enjoy everyone. Thanks for joining us for the Bookkeepers Podcast. Why not join us in the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club at sixfigurebookkeeper.club or visit our website, sixfigurebookkeeper.com.